Live from the heart of Lincoln, America, welcome to Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Pop on once we get on. Hey, listen. Oh, there he is. I got Joe. Where's Aaron? I'm here. Where you at, AG? I'm right oh, here. AG? I'm in my truck. I'm in my truck. Get your camera on. Are you on your phone, though? Yep. Get your camera we on. We got no Let's visual. Go. Yeah, man. There I'm there right he here is. in my truck, homie. <laughs> Let's get it. Hey, the power of technology. You ever thought 30 years ago we'd be on (laughs) we'd be on in different places together? (laughs) Exactly, VJ. Love it. All right, AG, turn 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 up a little bit so because we can't really hear you. You down a little bit. Turn you turn your volume up just a hair. All right. Can you hear me now? Yeah, it sounds better. Joe, you talk. What's up? What's up? What's up? Pipeline. The original right, pipelines cool. in the house. All right, cool. So, so listen, this is I, I do a podcast every Monday, and it's like none other because I get to talk about whatever I want to. And the, the, the name of it is Welcome Folks to Heart of a Husker. So like to it, open man. the show, I've got two of the five, really six pipeline, the original pipeline nerves. And so I want to start with you, Joel, and then I want to go to Aaron. What does it mean to be to have a heart of a Husker? Hey, it's what we've talked about for 30 years. Everything we do, we try to dominate from, you know, warm-ups to, to practice to everything we've done since then in our careers and everything. We always, whenever we talk, it's always like better be dominating every day. It's the mindset we've had our whole for 30 years. AG, same question. What do you got, AG? No, I agree. I agree. I mean, when you say heart of a Husker, I mean, all, uh, maybe what our interpretation of that's a little different than everybody who's there today. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, for me personally, it's it, um, it's everything just is circled around Coach Osborne. I mean, what he taught us and – how he taught us to compete and prepare and uh, I mean the heart he was truly the heart of our program so that's the way I feel I mean to add to that I mean heart of the heart of a Husker makes me think of I mean I got a picture of me in the crib man with a Husker onesie on I mean I've been a Husker my whole life that's all I wanted to do ever since my dad took me to the Oklahoma game when I was like nine years old we beat Oklahoma and they tore down the goalposts and I'm like this is the ultimate, man. I want to be, I want to do this. So it's been something I've been a Husker my whole life. I mean, my dad played there and uh, yeah, it's, it's been always, it was just a dream come true to play there and to be, you know, the, the best O-line to ever play there and to be in a national championship. I mean, you couldn't write a better story. AG, you coming from Texas, I always ask that, you know, you come from Texas. Joel, where are you from exactly? I went to high school at Hastings, Hastings, Nebraska. So, so you you straight from Osborne land? Oh yeah, yeah. Thick and thick. Yo, but he, but Aaron, you coming from Texas? What was your idea of what Nebraska was? Were you a Nebraska fan before you got recruited? I was, uh, and mainly because my buddy who lived down the street from me, Mark Petit, he was our high school quarterback. We grew up together. He had. 
uh, the triplets poster on his wall in the bedroom in Denton, Texas. And, and I just remember going over to his house and his dad was one of our football coaches and seeing, uh, you know, Irving Fryer and Mike Rogier, um, Turner Gill. Turner Gill, you know, baby. Looking up to those guys. Yeah. And it was like, so, you know, I didn't know much about Nebraska. I just knew they were good. They were good every year and they were a top program. And so it was the last place I visited when I went on all my um, visits for my five official visits. Um, it was the last one I visited. It was the furthest I was, I was planning on going away from home. And it was just an easy, solid decision when I went up there and saw the program, you know, and saw what they're all about. Okay, so listen. Man, I remember. Hey, when, hey, when, the, when, they lost the, when they lost the Orange Bowl, the triplets. Dude, I was devastated for weeks, bro. I cried after that game. I'll never forget it, man. Die hard. Die hard Husker fan. I mean, we were Are devastated. you guys in the same class? No, I mean you're older. No. Okay, so so tell me how from the time that you came in, Joe, since you're older, and then Aaron, you can chime in. But mm -hmm. but but tell me how it formulated into you five guys. The pipeline. Well, you know, Zach and Brendan and Rob came in. They were, you know, highly decorated guys, full scholarship guys, and I, I was a walk-on. Um, you know, so those guys played on the scout team and kind of already had a name for themselves, and, you know, everybody kind of knew they were going to be good players when they were, you know, going against the, the black shirts and, and doing well and everything. And I was on the freshman team my first year, and I remember – my, my kind of my plan was, man, there's so many guys here. I got to stand out somehow. I've told this story a hundred times, but it's, just, I, I wanted to make sure that coach Tenner at least knew my name. So I was fighting all the time. Just so he, even if he yelled at me, Wilkes, God damn it. You know, just yelling at me, whatever. He knew who I was and he, you know, would know, know I was tough and just, you know, I just wanted to do anything I could to stand out just so I could kind of get into that group, you know? And then I, those guys are big time in the weight room too. So I like, I was like, man, I want to lift with the strongest guy on the team, Brendan Stye, man. So I just hooked up with him and whatever he did, I was trying to to follow his because he came in benching like four hundred something as a eighteen. Key word so. was key word was try. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I never got there, but hey, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna in squat. Squat, you does, did. Right? You did in squat. Yeah, no, you I was going out. Mm. But anyway, I, I was trying yeah. to get with those guys, and then when Aaron came in, he was, you know again, a highly decorated guy. So I'm like, I got to do something to get myself in with these guys. And for me, it was just showing my toughness and just, just grinding in the weight room with those guys. And just kind of, we just kind of developed this brotherhood and this bond. And just, we all had the same mentality too. Like we're just all alpha dogs. We all had the mentality. We want to dominate and just beat people up and fight. And so we, you know, the guys who didn't have that mentality just kind of, you know, weren't there. They kind of faded off and we just kind of formed this brotherhood because we were just, we all had that similar mentality. Aaron, where did it come from, though? Where did, where did – how did you guys come up with this pipeline? Because I thought this was a Nebraska oh. thing. I thought Nebraska no. said, hey, these no, guys were was, our pipeline. No, we were doing we were doing curls in the weight room, and, and Brendan threw it out there. We, we were just BSing in the weight room and came up with it. We got to name ourselves. We got to have a brand or something, and Brendan's like the pipeline. <laughs> so he we, we came up with it on our own while we were doing curls in the weight room, and then it, they – you know, it just took off, but but we we came up with the whole thing. We came up with the name, and that's why we're calling ourselves the original pipeline. Ag, you the youngest of the group. 
Yep, I'm the youngest. I I went to Nebraska my senior year when I was talking about earlier, and I I saw Rob and Brendan and uh, Zach and and obviously Joel was there too. But I was literally asking the the people who were hosting me and kind of showing me because I was down on the on the we're back in the pit, and I was like, "How old is that guy right there?" And I was pointing to you know, Rob Zadiska, and I'm thinking, is he like a junior or senior? And like, that guy's a true freshman. I was like, that guy's a true freshman? And I was like, who's that guy? It's 72, Weigert. And they're like, well, he's a true freshman. Well, who's 66? And like, that guy's a true freshman too. And I was like, man, I want to go play with those guys. And it literally was, as part of my decision was I knew they had some studs. And uh, like Joel said, I mean, Joel, we knew early on, you know, that Joel was going to, I was going to be playing with Joel side by side. We knew it. He just kind of had a different path than we did. And, uh, you know, he played a lot of scout team early in his career and became infamous for you don't want to mess with Joel Wilkes on scout team because it was just it was it was a fight every play, every day, all day long. And uh, some anger issues all the, all the way to the top. Yeah. <laughs> I had some issues, man. Hey, listen, man, you had to be angry when you got black shirts. Those black shirts back then didn't yeah. give two cents about us. I was on scout <laughs> no. team. I was a scholarship player on scout team for two years. Yeah. So I'm with you, Joe. I know what that that ass whooping looked like every day. We had to put the <laughs> we had to go out there and they talking about go to run station. <laughs> option no, right. drill. Option drill wasn't option drill unless you were on the ones and twos. It was inside run, outside run drill. <laughs> Get over there. Run, run it right. again. And McBride talking about running again. Who who was your nemesis? I, I got a sidebar this thing. Who was your nemesis, Joel? Who was the guy that had it out for you or that toughened you up at Nebraska? Oh, man, that's a good question. I mean, I probably have a story about every one of the guys on defense, but I'm – you Raymakers, know, Perella. Going against Ray, – yeah, Raymakers and John Perella. I remember, you know, I'd get into fights with them and – and man, I remember one time, you know, they were just kind of sick of it. And I got into a, a fight with Perella and, and Rainmakers jumped in and they were just double teaming me, just jumped on me and started beating me. And the and the scout team guys are in the huddle like three feet away and they're just standing there watching the thing. I'm like screaming, <laughs> come on, guys, help me out. Nobody's, I'm just getting my ass kicked. No one's helping me. They're like, oh, he fights there. He's on his own, man. It's his problem. But th those two guys, I remember I got into some good ones with Petco, you know, the linebackers. I mean, Mike. Mike yeah. Petco, yeah. What about you, AG? Yeah, who's, who's your guy? Who's the guy that, that beat you up, that roughed you up a little bit? Mm. You know, probably Perella more than any of them. I the, One of the stories I love to tell was my very first day, freshman year, He Coach Osborne, I was going to try and play and even start as a freshman. And it was one versus twos, and I was on the two, two offense, and John Perella was the very first passing – drill we did um and i went one-on-one -on -one. it wasn't it was a it was a pass play it wasn't but i was blocking john perella one-on-one and totally whiffed i mean i didn't even touch him and coach osmer came back to the huddle and he said we brought you all the way from texas for that <laughs> and i remember oh, and i told i told coach osmer later I told I told him 20 years later, I said, I don't think you ever said anything to me on the football field again on the practice field. I don't think you had to. I was so mad. I was so mad. I mean, but I didn't. Yeah. yeah Perella was a was a beast. Yeah. So 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 I because I, I, I want to 
I mean, we're going to be, I mean, this hour is going to go by like that. So we are going to touch on everything. But after you formulated the group, right? Because I, I was there for all this. Like I used to work out with y'all. And I want to tell you guys, I appreciate you letting old VJ work out with you. Because, you know, I had it rough for a couple of years there. But it wasn't until <laughs> I start working out with y'all. And I, I I mean, I'm I'm just standing there, you know, right there next and just watching those get after those 110s and 150s and 160 dumbbells, you know, Sty and Nebraska, you know what I'm saying? And then I, I remember yeah. working my way up, but as a group, what was the game you think you guys really understood that, hey, we we're pretty tough together. My phones are going. Uh, for for me, it was probably Colorado. I mean, at Colorado '94. Um, you know, one of the things we did that you you may or may not remember, Vashon, how it all started. But you know, the pipeline wore their socks up at practice, and that was our that was our way of saying to each other, "Bring your lunch pail. We're going to go to work every single day, socks up." Right, and that that. Uh, transitioned over to a whole bunch of players for many years after that, but it was only the five pipeline guys wore their socks up. And when we played Colorado and we were getting ready to go out for the first offensive play, we looked across and the three, three defensive linemen, they were in a three, four at Colorado. They reached over and pulled their socks up. And it was just kind of like, that was the, the, the most, you know, man, man, like we're getting ready to go to war feeling ever. And the intensity was just so hyped up, man. <clears throat> you know, I told, I told this story at Joel's wedding, but you know, we ran, we ran this trap play that Sty and I were going to double team the nose guard and Joel was going to come around me and block Ted Johnson, their middle, their middle linebacker, all American played against him in the NFL many years. And all week I told Joel, you know, we were talking like, he's like, I'm just going to, I'm going to lay the wood to him, man. I'm going to knock him out coming around the corner. And I just remember in the heat of that battle, Brennan and I just took Kerry Hicks and dumped him on his back. And I'm looking at, I just want to see what Joel does on this plane. And he comes around. <laughs> and just, I mean, just pancake Ted Johnson. Like he didn't even know it hit him hard. And I just remember, boot him. Oh my gosh, that was the greatest block ever, man. It was great. Well, I don't know. I just felt, I felt Schlesinger play? go right by me for a touchdown. Yeah, he scored. Yeah, was it scored, a touchdown? Right by yeah. me for a touchdown. Hey, how much? Yeah. How much? You know, you in this day in, in this day in this football game, I watch offensive linemen all the time. You know what I mean? Because I felt like I was an extension of you guys playing tight end at Nebraska. Because eighty five, well, ninety five percent of the time, I was going to be blocking. But, <laughs> but, but, how much did you guys talk? about the game during the game. Talk like, about like what, the game during yeah. Yeah, I, I'm saying, okay, you know, if Warren Sapp is doing, if they're running stunts, if they're, if y'all, if you got, how much you guys communicating, like between plays and then say you yeah. go, I know we're communicating on the sideline, but I'm just talking about at, amongst you guys, amongst your, your five guys, aside from coach saying, hey, what are they doing out there? Are they running this? Or are they running that? How much did you guys talk? <clears throat> I, honestly, I don't think we we really didn't a lot, Rashawn. Mm -hmm. And and the reason why is because we had we had <clears throat> played together enough, and we knew what each other were doing 
that there were supposed to be line calls every single play, right? And there's there's line calls that I'm making, but you know, I feel like I was just talking to the air because they already knew what they were doing, right? It was just verification and you know, just a reminder of what we're gonna do. But I don't man, it was more intensity than it was like, man, what are they doing there? We got to do this, whatever. I mean, it was I mean, th- the mentality was if you came back to the huddle, it was kind of like, did you pancake your guy or not? Because that's all we're, that's all we're talking about. It wasn't like we were worried about what they were doing. It was like, I mean, and it, it's you know, Weger definitely talked more than any of us, you know. But I, I think it was more just the the level of play. It didn't matter what they were doing. It really didn't matter what the defense was doing. It was just how bad we were going to whip them. I mean, that's that's all we wanted. Yeah, yeah rough. Rob and I didn't make any line calls. We we'd been playing with each other for that whole time and just knew what the other person was going to do. We didn't during the game. It wasn't much about like oh you you know do this do this. It was all like he said motivation. It's like let's go let's go let's dominate. Or you know Aaron would when we'd be bend down in the huddle with our socks up. Aaron would grab your calf and we'd get the calf grab. That was like when he did that. It was like oh it's time to go man. Crank oh, it up another notch. Yeah. Just just little things like that. It was all about motivation and like just kicking people's ass and knocking them on their ass. I mean, it wasn't more, it wasn't like assignment stuff. We had that all, all that stuff down. We didn't even have to make calls. So it was all just it, making sure every play was, we're just bringing it. It was never really about the nerves. It was, it really is just so fun to play that way because we knew we'd put the work in, right? And it almost sounds cliche, but we'd put the work in. Nobody outworked us. Nobody prepared harder. We were ready to play, and game day was just the day to be able to, to show it off, you know, to, like, just let it all loose. Well, I'm, I'm Coach Temper taught us to play that way. You know, Coach right. Temper taught us to play that way, too. Well, I ain't going to lie to you. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm make a confession on the heart of a Husky. I want to I give a special shout-out to Eric Anderson. Because I tell you right yeah, now, yeah. that joker wasn't making the calls for me. I don't know where I'd be going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, the doubles, the cut, the eight combos, VJ, you know, he would say to me sometimes, mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? VJ, you got, you got, you, you go straight up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is 95. So, Aaron, you were still there in 95. Mm-hmm. Remember, we had a tight end yep. oh, shortage. Yeah. And I ain't oh, just yeah. talking about me at six foot. I'm talking about there was, you know, you had, you had Gilman, you had Carpenter, you had uh, Sheldon Jackson, who was a fresh, true redshirt freshman. And then you had me, who, proven that I could block these crazy dudes because I blocked Dante Jones and Dwayne and Trev in practice every, in, on scout team. Yeah. And Buddha, yeah. I'm like you. I took one ass kicking from Christian Peter. One. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so you like yeah, you like this one, Graham. We ran mm-hmm. a uh, we ran a wham play. This is when I'm mm-hmm. playing fullback yeah. where you let him go. And I came, and I mean, I cut the you-know-what out of him. And before I got up, he absolutely beat me all the way back down. <laughs> but after, uh, but after uh, practice, though, after practice, though, the one thing I, I always just respect in Christian Peter and in you guys, he came up to me and he said, don't ever get beat up like that again. <laughs> I, fought, I fought every day after that. I was like yeah. you, Joe. Like I would have loved to been down hey, here. Did you ever? One time I got into it with Christian during practice, and and To sent us up in the stadium, run the stadium steps. You ever have to do that? 
And he no. he he, no, for, he forgot about us, man. We were up there forever. No, somebody's no, like, you want to go get those guys? Yeah, we were up around the stadium steps, man. Well, Jared Tomage, I had, me and Jared got into it where we had the road step, but that was that was about it. Aaron, I got to ask you this question. We've been talking mm-hmm. about this, and then we'll, we'll, I want you to answer this, and we're gonna throw it to break, and then we'll come right back. Do you uh, remember when we played Oklahoma '95? Mm-hmm. You remember that practice? You remember that practice week? Uh, actually, I was staying in Oklahoma '94. I, I don't remember. You was there '95, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah, yeah, no. You're talking about on the goal line. Yes. Yeah. Do you remember uh, how intense that practice was? Yeah. No, now here's my here, but here's my question mm-hmm. to you: Has a game ever been that intense? No. No, that foot, I've said it before, if anybody could have the goal line footage of the ones versus ones, especially in that 95 team, 94s was good too. I'm sure 93s was was uh, um, good as well. But the 95 ones were the most intense, you know, practice I've ever, ever experienced. I mean, it was, it, you had LP going against, you know, Mike Minner to, you know, to Jerry Thomas, Grant Wistrom, the Peter brothers, you know, Tommy Frazier, all that. And it was, it was for real. There was no let off coach Osborne, let it, it was full gas for those five or so plays. And uh, I mean, there were some amazing hits, runs, blocks, everything. Joe, it was getting ready to be in that game. Offense against defense battle Royal. (laughs) Oh man. It was that many fights in that practice. It was fights. All over the place. Oh, I, w- I, w- I wish yeah. somebody had the video of that, man. Yeah, Christian, Coach Osmond made Christian and I run the stairs too. We knew it was game on. That was even. I think we knew before practice. It it was just everybody's going to be throwing down. Yeah, I did remember a funny story though. When you're talking about line calls, how we didn't make calls. I do recall there was one call made one time because Brendan. We, we we used to call it getting your bell rung, and now you go. He probably had a concussion. Matter of fact, probably know he had a concussion, but he uh, came back to the huddle and he told Rob. He goes, Rob, I don't know. I can't remember anything. You have to tell me what the play is, what I'm doing on the play. Anyway, we follow the play. We get up to the line, and Rob's at us. Go for you guys that know him or whatever. He's a doctor, and he's got a great personality. He turns. He gets up the line, stands there, and goes. You got him. <laughs> <laughs> and Stein looked, he goes, okay. And that's Brendan knew that's that's the guy he had to block because he had he couldn't oh. had no idea what he was supposed to do. Rob was telling him oh who to my block. Gosh. <laughs> oh my good. Hey, listen, heart of a husker is on its way. Fastest hour in radio. I got my man Big Joe Buddha Wilkes and Aaron, all American boy, Brown. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> 